What is up, everybody, and welcome into ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network with a lot more content coming your way. Make sure that you check out adzsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, remember that Primetime is brought to you by our friends over at Freeman Mazda. Net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here. Uh, but before we do any of that, though, I wanted to have a little fun tonight. Uh, you know, it is Sunday. We are probably going to have a busy week ahead with some of the latest NFL draft news. As you know, smokescreen season keeps growing and growing. Uh, mock draft content is going to be nonstop over the course of the next two weeks, in my opinion. So tonight, I wanted to have a lighthearted show in which we could look at some of the names of the last 10 years that the Cowboys have drafted in the first round and have some fun with it. Because there's this tweet that lives in my memory rent-free, and that is, dudes and sports fans can be just sitting around naming players for over an hour, and they're going to be the happiest people ever. And that's what I want to put to the test today. Let's, let's talk about some of these players that over the last 10 years having an important or not that important for some of them part of the Cowboys franchise, especially since Dallas has a late first round pick now in 2023, obviously as a result of another 12 win season for them, they hold the 26th overall pick and it's tough. It's tough to find, to find uh, big time players in there. So tonight that is what, what we will be trying to do. So anyways, let me say hi to you people in the chat. We've got Blue Dabs over there uh, saying happy birthday, Mo. <laughs> Charlie and Evans as well. Uh, shout out to Katharina. Thank you for joining the show. What's up, Tony? He says, are you with, uh, with Will Steele? Uh, Will Steele is also in this channel. Shout out to you, sir, Tony. We need to have Will uh, on the show. We need to have Sky some one of these days here on primetime. Shout out to Toxic Tom. Shout out to Joey Vela as well. We got Mel Hayes too in the YouTube chat. Chuck over at Facebook. Had not seen you in a while, Chuck. So uh, thank you for tuning in tonight. Do me a favor, by the way, and hit the like button. Share the stream if you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. But remember that every like puts this show in front of more and more Cowboys fans. So anyways, if you are to rank... In the last 10 years, who are the best Cowboys first-round picks over the last 10 years? Who do you start with? And you can see the players that we are about to rank tonight. From Travis Frederick in 2013 to Tyler Smith in 2022. You let me know what is the very best first-round pick that the Cowboys have had since 2013, because I particularly think that it falls between one of two players, one or two players. Who are you leaning with for this question? Uh, if you need to reminisce, let me list the players in chronological order right now. Travis Frederick in 2013, Zach Martin in 2014, that is a contender. Let's say it. Let's say it like it is. Zach Martin is a contender for this question. Byron Jones, Ezekiel Elliott, Taco Charlton, 
Leighton Van Der Esch, C.D. Lamb could also maybe uh, could argue for him, I guess. Uh, Micah Parsons, the other legit contender in my opinion, and Tyler Smith. To me, it falls between one of the two, Zach Martin or Micah Parsons. Let me know in the chat who you are leaning with. And while you do that, and before I give you my answer, let me talk to you about our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. I'm already seeing some of your replies in the chat. We'll get to those. Keep them coming in the meantime. But as always, remember that Freeman Mazda brings you this show. It makes it possible. We're talking about a family-owned business. Has been so for over 65 years. And you can check out their wide range of new and used vehicles over at FreemanMazda.net. You can also visit their dealership over at Irving, Texas. And as we do around this time here on ADC Sports Dallas Prime Time, it is time to discuss the ride of the week. Because keep in mind that this time around, it is a new one. Since it is, after all, Sunday, and we need to discuss the 2023 2023, Mazda CX-50 2.5S Premium Plus All-Wheel Drive. It starts at $38,820. It's got a sunroof, all-wheel drive, a Wi-Fi hotspot, plus heated leather power memory foam sitting with a miles per gallon capacity of 24 when you are in the city. That goes up to 30 when you are in the highway, so make sure that you check it out. FreemanMazda.net, as always, making the show possible. Shout out to Mark Aaron, who just said in the chat that he went to FreemanMazda.net over the weekend. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed your visit. You looked at some fine vehicles. Let's see your answers. Who should be number one if you are ranking the best first round pick since 2013? Parsons for Katharina. Joey Bella goes with the Lion. Toxic Tom goes with Zach Martin. He is the best guard since Larry Allen and has been the best at his position for years. Dominant, that is Toxic Tom's argument for Martin. Uh, Kate says, Parsons wins it all. Martin for Jeff. Mark Aaron says, Taco Charlton. Uh, Michael goes with Micah Parsons. Man, kind of a 50-50 here. Oh, Michael goes with Zach, Seek, and Parsons. So Michael is ranking Seek as a number two. We'll see where he falls on the list. Most valuable Parsons, says Charlene. All right, I'm going to give you my answer now. Thank you for your answers, Mike. I see you with Martin. Ines also saying Parsons. Going to try to get to uh, to most of your comments tonight, but let's see who I got at number one. I've got Micah. I've got Micah, and, and I struggled with this one. I actually went back and forth, had Zach Martin in there, crossed his name, put Parsons in there. Ultimately, there's a, there's a very good argument for Martin to be made here. But the reason why I'm going with Micah is that although he is only two years into his NFL career and has two first-team All-Pro honors, I just think that this is more of a projection as to where Micah is going to end up in during his career. I think that's similar to what was said about Zach Martin earlier on the show by Toxic Tom. I think that Micah is going to be that dominant at the position for a long, long time. 
We don't know it yet, and that is the argument for Martin, in my opinion. If you're leaning sack Martin, you can point towards the fact that he has already done the damn thing. And Micah, we're just expecting him to do so. And yet, I'm going with Micah because I think that for as much as we talk about Dan Quinn arriving in 2021 and really flipping one of the worst defenses in Cowboys history into one of the best even, I think, obviously, all credit to the coach. I mean, most of the credit to the coach. But maybe the Cowboys would not have been able to do that without Micah Parsons. And I think that his impact at a position that is one of the most valuable positions in the entire NFL, edge rusher, he has made more of an impact on those two years that maybe Zach Martin did in his first two years in the league. And that's why I'm leaning towards Micah, mainly because of positional value and the game-changing aspect that he brought to the table on the Cowboys' defense side of things. That's why I'm going with Micah Parsons. But hey, that is the one thing. That's the one thing that I don't like about rankings. Because since you're arguing for one player over another, you need to make your case, right? However... Uh, you could call it a, a two-way tie. You could call it the other way around. You could say that Zach Martin is number one and all of it would have been fair. Because at number two, obviously, I do have Zach Martin. I do have Zach Martin. And the only word, and as you can see, I'll be throwing like one-liners in each of these slides tonight. Uh, Micah, to me, has impact in there. Zach Martin, the word that I keep coming back to is consistent. How crazy is it that since 2014, the guy has been to six, I mean, has been named an old pro six times. And actually, he's been a, a pro bowler eight times. But Zach Martin, I think, is unarguably the best guard in football since he got to the NFL. So that is a pretty, pretty remarkable feat for, for the Cowboys inside offensive linemen. And of course, we can talk about positional value as I just did to argue for Micah Parsons, but you cannot deny greatness. I think that Zach Martin is one of those guys that is that, that could argue to be a, a first Velot Hall of Famer, even though he isn't in even though even though he doesn't play a flashy position, it could be, you know, the argument can be made for him to be there, and I think it will be. Got to go with Zach Martin on this one. Let's say here, uh, let's see here. Blue Dab says, it's hard for me to comprehend what Mo is saying. We need more flashcards. Man, I need to figure out a way to consistently involve the flashcards here because the public wants it. Uh, the viewers of the show demand more flashcards. So I'll, I'll need to figure out a way to implement that. Let's see. Toxic Tom says, I'm taking the guy who will be in Canton over the guy who is only in year three. That is fair. That is definitely fair. I'll admit that Micah being number one on my list is a little bit of a projection as well. Because even though it's early, I do think that he has what it takes to be an all-time great. Just based on what we've seen so far, it is pretty darn crazy. Sack has more Pro Bowls than penalties, says Mark Aaron. That, is, that remains one of the craziest stats. That, that we've seen recently. Martin has been solid on the offensive lines as John. And yeah, he has been. He has been way more than solid, right? I agree. Mel Hay says, as purely an edge, Parsons is a top five. Zach is top one. 
That is definitely the argument for, for Zach Martin. Mike Russo says, how come Michael Irvin is not on that list? Just to clarify here really quickly, this is in the last 10 years. We're sticking to, you know, the last 10 years for this list. Here's where it might get tricky, though. You know, you get, you get Micah at number one. You get Zach Martin at number three. For you guys watching in the chat, both on Facebook and YouTube, let me know who's your number three. And if you need a visual aid, let me go back to the to the players that the Cowboys have drafted. Who is number three for you? Because I think that's a tough one. I, I struggled with it. And I have two candidates. I had two candidates in mind. Let me know who's number three for you. After Martin and Parsons, the, the remaining names would be Travis Frederick in chronological order, Byron, Sick, Taco, LVE, and Tyler Smith. Let's see what you guys have to say there. I'm seeing a lot of love for Ezekiel Elliott. Sick at third for me is toxic. Tom Katharina goes with Sick. Mel says I'll go with CD at three over Sick. Really looking forward to seeing what, what more of you have to say. So at number one, I've got Micah. At number two, I've got Zach Martin. At, at number three, to round out the top three of, the, of this list, I'm going to go with kind of a wild card maybe here, but also a little bit of a projection. Give me CD Lamp. And here's why. Even at the time of draft day, he felt like, a steal. And man, has he been clutch for the Cowboys, even though he does not have any old pro honors yet, um, betting that he will at some point in his career. But he has averaged 1,132 receiving yards per season, even though he didn't cross the 1,000 mark as a rookie. He is averaging seven touchdowns per year. And he has proven to be a number one wide receiver in a league in which you need to have one of those. As the Cowboys found out in 2018, if you don't have a true number one at wideout, then you're doing it wrong. But when you look at CD's stats, especially those that are later in the year, like if you look at what he has done beginning in November or after the bye week, he's been absolute money. Even, in, even last year, even last year, we saw CD kind of have that, I don't want to say slow start because it wasn't even that. It was just like we were wondering if, if CD was going to prove all of the hype. We knew that he, he had what it take to takes, excuse me, to be the number one wideout of the team, like a true number one. But we had doubts. Like week one, week two, week three, even versus the Giants on, on primetime. Uh, and I mean primetime, the, the Monday night football game, not this show. We were kind of like, oh, he had that drop against New York. And sure, he had a fantastic game other than that, but he cannot have that drop. And we were kind of having those type of arguments early in the season. By the time it was over, we understood that, okay, CD's money, but he needs some help. That was more or less the conversation being had around the Cowboys last year. And I think that, you know, 
getting a number one wide receiver in the NFL draft at 17th overall puts him at number three for me. But there are some nice names, though, in the chat. Uh, I'm seeing some love for Travis Frederick as well. John and Gilbert suggested him for number three. Toxic Tom says that his top five is Martin Parsons, Sick, Frederick, and Lamb in that order. CD did it with no other wideouts too, says Mel. There you go. Number four. Number four for Dallas. In the last 10 years. To me, I got to go with Travis Frederick. Man, I was pretty impressed that Frederick has only one first team all pro in his career. I would have guessed that it was over one without looking up his pro football reference page. I, I, I was expecting more than one. And yet, you know, the, the one knock on him, I could have him top three in my opinion, honestly. The one knock on him is playing time. Maybe you would have liked to see a little bit more longe uh, longevity in his career. And of course, Mike and CD are both junk picks on my list, but still I'm having kind of a little, little bit of a projection in my rankings personally. But still, Travis Frederick provided the Cowboys with six seasons as a primary starter and just an absolute beast at center. So I got to give him first team all pro six seasons as a starter. I got to get him in my top four. Travis Frederick wish that he could have played a little bit longer, but give me him. And, and plus I, this might be cheating and Hey, rankings are subjective. So here's one of my notes. One of the reasons why I have PM over, for example, Ezekiel Elliott, who I know is getting some more love than I'm giving him in the chat right now. I kind of put some weight into the fact that the Cowboys traded down and then got him with a 31st overall pick. Like the value in there to me also props him up a little bit in my rankings personally. And now, by the way, just to clarify here really quickly, my old pro counts that you're seeing on screen are only first team. Second team old pros I didn't take into account. I mean, I did. I'm just not putting in, I'm not putting them in the in the graphics but one first-team All-Pro for Travis Frederick. I think Frederick was a five-time Pro Bowler, says Mark Aaron. It's so wild, so wild that All-Pros and Pro Bowls vary that much. But, but you understand why, definitely. I think, uh, no, Lamp at number four says John. LB says Catherine. Now, oh, LB already getting some love. Interesting. We'll get to him for sure. Man, the, the bottom of the list is also kind of interesting. Like, uh, uh, we're, we're having fun with one versus two, who's number three, who's number four, but that six, seven, eight range is also going to be quite fun in my opinion. But anyway, speaking of that, let's get to number five, finally. And yeah, I've got Ezekiel Elliott, finally. The, the only reason why I didn't really put sick a little bit above is the fact that you know i can i it's tough to it's tough for me to overlook the declining aspect of it and you see it in the yards per rushing attempt 
Sick was a great man. First team all pro. He has one of those, obviously. As a rookie, he was absolutely fantastic with Dak. But kind of like the decline, the fact that the Cowboys ended up cutting him. I don't know. It felt a little bit. I think, I think Travis Frederick maybe was a more dominant center than Sick was. And maybe that's a little bit unfair. But also, Sick was the primary starter for the Cowboys for one year longer than what Frederick was. So that is the reason why I'm putting him at number five instead of at number four. And, and what I, I'm going to circle back to what I said at the beginning of the show. The thing that I hate about rankings is like sometimes it feels like you're knocking on guys and that is not the objective. I'm just sharing my thought process into putting these guys in, a, in an order. But Zeke comes in at number five for me. Toxic Tom was making the case for him to be higher. And he says, Zeke was a proven all-pro running back and was considered the best running back at one point in the NFL. Frederick was a dominant all-pro center. Lamp isn't on their level yet. And while that is fair and all, I'm not going to say that it isn't, I will say that it is a little bit different to judge who's the best offensive lineman, right? From year to year, because you can go by all pros and at, at all pro honors. And at the end of the day, all that matters is how you're blocking in the trenches. When you get to running backs, when you get to wide receivers, in my opinion, it does vary a little bit. It can get a little bit muddy because you're not going to be the first team all pro wide receiver based just on what type of routes you are running, how much average separation you're earning from snap to snap. I think that when you get to wideouts, when you get to running backs, it also, in order for you to earn the first team all pro honors, it will also depend heavily on how your offense as a whole is performing. Because if you don't get the production because your quarterback is not that accurate, he's not one of the best quarterbacks in the league, then you're not going to be on the all pro radar more, more than likely. And the same for running backs, I think. So I kind of struggled with that a little bit. Like, I can judge maybe who's the best offensive lineman, best in all pro honors, but maybe not for wide receivers and running backs. And not to mention, there's only one starting, for example, uh, there are only two starting guards per team. You get three to four important wide receivers per team nowadays in the NFL. So I do think it kind of gets muddy a little bit there. Uh, just some thoughts on player evaluation slash uh Nerves. I don't know why I said nerves. I think that I read a comment here and got confused. <laughs> Katharina says they are all number one for me, Mo. They're all in. They're all good in my book. Oh, and yeah, many of these guys are good. Uh, maybe when we get to the bottom of the list, though, there are going to be some question marks here and there. But anyways, number five, Ezekiel Elliott. Moving on to number six, and just to say the names that are still available. Once more in chronological order, you have, you already mentioned Sikh, so that would be Byron Jones in 2015, Taco Charlton in 2017, LVE in 2018, and then Tyler Smith in 2022. Those are the four remaining names. Let's move on to number six. Tyler Smith. Tyler Smith, one year, 
into his NFL career, obviously has not been a he has not been named in the an all pro yet, but still he was drafted 24th overall. And although we don't know much about him, we know that he is shaping up to be the future left tackle. The future left tackle of the team for a long time. So nothing, not a lot to add there. It might be too soon to rank him above, say, Byron and LVE. And we'll get into how I rank those two later here. But yeah. I'm, I, I got to go with, with Tyler Smith. Mel says, nah, Mo. Leighton Van Der Esch over Tyler Smith. And that is fair if you're taking, if you're putting more weight into what they have done so far. Because if, if that is the argument, I can understand it for sure. But once more, I'm putting a lot of weight in the projection aspect of it with the young players specifically. Like Michael was number one because I'm thinking about what he can do in the next five to ten years. The same for for Tyler Smith, LB, and we're gonna get to that. I don't know if he's future prospects. I don't know if if how how long is uh, LV into his career? If he was drafted in 2018, is that five years into his career? I don't know if five years. I think that five years into his career, Tyler Smith is gonna be better positioned as an offensive lineman than, than LBE. But, but I, will, I will give Mel his credit here. Might be recency bias. I will admit to that. But that, that would be more or less the argument for it. I think that five years into his career, we were going to have a better perception of Tyler than we have right now of Leighton Banderesh. And by the way, number seven, number seven, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open this up to the chat before I give you my number seven. Who would you rank next? Who would you rank highest? Leighton Van Der Esch or Byron Jones? Who would you draft the highest? Because if we're speaking of, you know, potential recency bias, we might as well take into account that LVE had some ups and downs throughout his career. And at times, he wasn't even starting out there. Not as a three-down linebacker, at least. So I kind of struggled with that one. Byron Jones or LVE, let me know in the chat who would you rank next? Who would you rank highest? And as you can see, there's some, there, are, there are some varying answers in the chat right now. John goes with LVE. Toxic check down. We've got two toxics now, for, for, as I can see it. Uh, three, if I count, Joey Vela. Uh, he goes with Byron Jones. Toxic Tom also goes with Jones. Katharina goes with LVE. Gregory with Jones. John Jones with Jones. <laughs> John Jones with Jones. <laughs> Blue Dabs goes with Jones. See, it's, it's controversial. Chris goes with LVE. Inez goes with LVE. This is one that I changed up my answer on. I had I had it one way, adjusted it just before going live. Number seven on my rankings is Byron Jones. I know he doesn't even play in the NFL anymore. 
But he was a five-year starter for Dallas. He was basically a seven-year starter, if you count his seasons with the Miami Dolphins. No All-Pro honors for him. Uh, he was a second-team All-Pro corner in 2018. And I think that he could have done a lot more even if the Cowboys had not, you know, played him at safety and then at corner and then at safety and then at corner before settling for cornerback. I think he was a great cover cornerback. And I hated that the knock on him was he cannot get interceptions. Because even though that was true, I mean, he had two with Dallas, I think, in, in those five years. Sort of crazy number like that. First one came against Tampa in a Hail Mary attempt, if I'm not mistaken, in, in 2016. But he, he was great in coverage. He was pretty great. So I'm going to go with Byron Jones in there. And obviously, since I already gave it away with the question, number eight would be LBE. And man, if, if LBE is number eight on this list, that's a pretty good run of first-round picks, let me tell you that. That's a pretty good run of first-round picks for the Cowboys in the last 10 years. We like to hate on them a little bit as a front office, but once again, they're pretty good when it comes to the NFL draft. Let's give them some credit, man. LVE at number 8 in the last 10 years worth of Cowboys picks. That's pretty solid. Some ups and downs, so much so that the Cowboys didn't even pick up his fifth-year option when it was time to do it. They bet that they could get him for a cheaper price tag one year later, and they did exactly that, actually. They got LV on a bargain deal before his fifth year in the NFL, and now the Cowboys signed him to another pretty accessible deal as well. So kind of a weird situation there for Leighton Vanderesh because you know he has been I mean solid maybe I don't know if going to very good would be kind of a reach but we can say that he was solid at worst solid to good in my opinion but quite inconsistent there have been some injury issues for him as well otherwise I could have seen him ranked a little bit higher and last but not least Maybe list. Uh, number nine. And at the bottom of the Cowboys first round picks in the last 10 years. We've got, oh. How did that get in here? That, how do I, how do I get to number nine here? Oh, okay. There you go. Tackle Charlton. Tackle Charlton got seven starts with the Dallas Cowboys after being drafted 27th overall in 2017. You guys know that that didn't work out. Seven starts for the Cowboys. He's bounced around a lot since then. He has even played with... He has even played with um, Kansas City Chiefs, Pittsburgh Steelers, Chicago Bears. And for example, if you go year by year, with the Chiefs, he got a 19% snap count. With the Steelers, it was 28%. With the Chicago Bears, it was uh, 4%, I think, or 21. No, 21%. I read that wrong. Excuse me. My handwriting is pretty bad. And by the way, of those seven starts, zero happened in his rookie season. Seven of them happened in his second year with the Cowboys. It just didn't work out. 
just didn't work out for Dallas. So I got to go with him at number nine. Uh, Mel Hayes' tackle is 10. Not really, because in the last 10 years, the Cowboys have made nine picks. That is the reason why he's at number nine. Don't worry. There is, there is no other name coming after this. 2018, the Cowboys did not have a first-round pick. Uh, 2019, excuse me, because they traded it for, for Amari Cooper, as you might remember. <laughs> I see some of you. I see some of you didn't like my joke. <laughs> Shout out to you guys in the chat. I know you would enjoy it. I know you you were gonna enjoy it. Uh, Toxic Tom says, and that's why you don't draft need focused passing on a better talent. What wasn't even a need, and clearly the better talent. May I add that maybe that was. Here's how I kind of interpreted it uh, after after so much time. I would say that not only is toxic right with the fact that maybe you don't draft need-focused and you pass on better talent, I would also mention scheme fit because as I remember it, Taco Charlton was a pick mainly because of scheme fit, right? You know, Rod Marinelli maybe liked the length, maybe thought that he fit better with what he was trying to do with the defensive line, kind of a 4-3 more than anything else. And maybe TJ Watt, they didn't see him as, you know, as a as a good pick in that sense. So yeah, I never I never liked I never liked the the Taco Charlton pick when it happened. It's funny because that was probably my second live stream ever uh, in, in my platform that I've got in Spanish, which is called Primero Cowboys. I began that show one week before the 2017 NFL draft. And I spent time talking about how I didn't want them to draft Taco Charlton, and then they did. But I don't remember pounding the table for TJ Watt. That has happened over the years among Cowboys fans, in my opinion. Uh, Cowboys fans kind of have made out TJ Watt to be like this top 10 talent that somehow slipped through the draft board and was therefore the taking at 27th overall. I don't think that was it. Uh, I, don't, I didn't perceive it as that. I think maybe that uh, hindsight has kind of blurred our memory of that day a little bit. In hindsight, obviously, you would have wanted them to, to pick TJ Watt. But I, I didn't like Taco Charlton in spite of TJ Watt being available just because I wasn't sure about the player. Didn't work out. Didn't work out for the Dallas. And that kind of sucks. <laughs> Hated the Taco pick so much. Says Toxic Tom, uh, it made no sense. It was all about arm length, probably. Mark Aaron says, that was Rod Marinelli's pick. Mark Aaron, how dare you, sir? Definitely a soft tackle. How is that? How is that slander on, on tackle? It's not. Soft tackles are the right type of tackles. Those hard chill tackles, man, those are not tackles. Those are... Those are fast food, if you will. So you, 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 my inner Mexican needs to say that. By inner Mexican, I mean I'm mean, Mexican, obviously. <laughs> Mo, what's the taco story you have? It is time. It's toxic, Tom. Man, I don't know if it will ever be time for my taco Charlton story. <laughs> I don't wanna, I don't wanna put that out there. I just like to tease you with it. But I, for those of you who are new to prime time, there's a taco Charlton story that I. 
that I think I will tell y'all when the time comes. I'm just, I, I think all you know is that it, it involves a DM <laughs> that I got around 20, 2018, 2019, maybe. That's what I can tell you. Rod Marinelli made that a pick for Taco. Yep. John says, if not trading up for Skoronsky, what about Paris Johnson? I don't think either of those two is going to slip maybe through the top 15. It would be pretty costly. I don't see the Cowboys doing that. It just doesn't fit what they do. And I don't think they have a big enough, a big enough need to do so. So I, I don't think that I don't think that's going to happen at all. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that will be it for me tonight. Here I was thinking that this would be a short show and we were about to hit the 40-minute mark. Do me a favor and hit the like button. Share the stream. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, let your friends know about ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. And I will see you tomorrow night. It is only Sunday night. We're starting the week in strong fashion here on ADC Sports Dallas. Looking forward to talking to you about the Cowboys. So thank you for taking the time to listen to the show. And remember that primetime, as always, is brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. Thanks so much. Thank you to the YouTube chat, to the Facebook chat. I think we had some fun ranking players. We might rank team needs at some point this week. Thank you to Modelo Time. Thank you to Katharina, Gregory, John, Mel, all of you. Thanks so much. I will see you tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central. Nos vemos el día de mañana. Disfruten el resto de su domingo. Bye-bye.